Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Hey, y'all, and thank you so much for tuning back into another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me in the hot seat is Justin McClintock, and let me tell you a little bit more about my special guest today. He is the owner of Feel Strong Fitness, which creates one-on-one custom fitness solutions to help committed people get out and get out of the pain break through their setbacks and reach their goals without wasting time or compromise. They are passionate about working with motivated individuals and creating results they thought were impossible. So without further ado, please welcome the man behind it all, Justin McClintock. Genesis, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Justin. And before we get into your zone of genius, I definitely want to give the audience a chance to connect with you in a fun and personal way. And I do that one or two ways. Are you familiar with those ways? I am. I I, I decided I was going to decide in the moment. I haven't planned it ahead of time, but I think I know where we're going. Okay. So the first option is we could do an icebreaker or the second option is a rapid fire 10 question game. What are you in the mood for? I think we're going to go rapid fire. Okay, we're playing rapid fire with Genesis and Justin. Question number one, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Flight. Question two, dream car or dream home? Oh, dream home. Okay, what's your dream home? I don't know where it is, but I have access to nature and the ocean and lots of room for friends and loved ones to come and stay. Question three, are you a coffee or tea drinker? Coffee, including right now. (laughs) Question four, if you can recreate any significant moment in your life, Justin, what would it be? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, There was a road trip to Montreal. I took my senior year of high school with some really, really close friends, and I didn't realize how much I would enjoy it or remember it until after the fact. I think I would recreate it so I could spend some more time there. Five, name something crazy that you've done in your life. I quit a very well-paying career to start solving fitness problems with not a whole lot of prospects. Mm. Question six, if you could have lunch or dinner with any person past or present, who would it be? Ooh, boy. Oh, I think I'm going to say Nikola Tesla. Question number seven, if you won the lottery and you were so pumped up to spend the money and there's a kicker, you have to donate to three charities of your choice. What charities are you donating to? Oh, there, one would be the Morris Home, which is a Philadelphia um, uh, a care center for LGBTQ youth, especially. There's an organization called Operation Delta Dogs, which rescues dogs for and treats them to be service animals for PTS veterans with PTSD. And then I think I would go Southern Poverty Law Center. Okay. Was that a dog or a cat that just came up on the screen? That's a very sneaky cat. I thought I was going to get away with it. <laughs> no worries. Hey, are you an Apple, Android, or hybrid user? All Apple. Okay. 
Question nine. If you could be a fly on the wall and listen in on any conversation, past or present, what conversation are you listening in, into? Oh, wow. That's such a good question. I think I, think I want to hear Barack Obama laying out his second term, like post-election victory, doesn't have to win another election. What are those plans? What is he talking about and who is he talking to? Hmm, interesting. And 10, this is our pass or play question and here are the rules. If you pass, our rules are reversed and you get to ask me a question. If you play, I ask one last question. So do you wanna pass or play? I think I'll take it, I think I'll play. Okie dokie. If you could give one solid piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Every big mistake that you make is going to be the foundation of something great later on. That's what you're gonna build on. So when you're feeling terrible and like you screwed up more than you've ever screwed up, know that you did, but it's also a brick for something wonderful. Mm, amazing, because we all learn from our failures. Well, at least I hope most of us do. And whenever you learn from those failures, it makes it easier for you to attain those successes because you know what not to do. Absolutely. it's the I learn far more from the failures and the setbacks than when things are easy, they're just easy and people tend to sail by them. Absolutely. Now we're going to segue into the meat and potatoes of our conversation, which is your brand, Feel Strong Fitness, as well as creating those customized, customizable fitness programs. Because let's be honest, a one, a one fit a one size fit all does not apply to everyone because we all have different body types, different blood types and et cetera. And let's be honest, diets nowadays are come and go and they do fade. So what was your motivation behind Feel Strong Fitness? Because you talked about the crazy thing that you did was leaving that good job with the benefits and all of that to launch your company with no prospects. So walk us through what that journey was Absolutely. It started, I used to work in entertainment. I did lighting for a big live corporate events and television and theater and things like that, which was a lot of traveling. It went very well. I was good at it and got paid very well for it and union benefits and all of that. And it was really, it was organic. It was a combination of life events, including me not wanting to travel as much and spend more time at home with my family and an opportunity to start doing some fitness coaching part-time. And I very quickly realized the impact I thought I could have and that I knew would be more satisfying than what I was currently doing, putting up big TV shows, which are fine, but I didn't find them sort of fulfilling in my soul. And I sound, uh, I, I saw an opportunity where I could really be fulfilled there and started just laying the blocks of, you know, coaching group classes part-time for, you know, however many dollars an hour, a couple of times a week at a gym. And they let me do more and more starting writing programming for people like in like the workouts for the group classes. And I started realizing very quickly that it's very hard to write a super effective workout, even for 30 people, never mind for hundreds or thousands of people, because everyone needs a little something different. And people might say their goals are the same. Often when you start talking to people, they'll say, Maybe they want to lose weight or they want to just get in shape or tone or put on muscle or these sort of generic things. But when you dig down into their why, then you start getting into things like, well, I want to have more energy to play with my kids, or I wish I could fit in this pair of pants, but 
even that goes deeper. Well, I want to fit in this pair of pants because I remember feeling really good about myself when I fit in those pair of pants. So now we're chasing something really beautiful. If you feeling good about yourself and feeling fulfilled and feeling capable and strong and resilient, and like you can say yes to everything in your life, getting that for a person, in my experience, requires giving that person exactly what they need, which is unlikely to be exactly what everyone else needs. A big group program might hit 70% of that, but you are a unique person with unique training history and injury history and medical history. And if we can you know, really hone in, and it takes a lot of work and a lot of assessment and learning who you are, but if we can you know, aim something exactly at you, we can get amazing results including things people didn't think they could do. You know, I haven't run for 10 years because it hurts my legs. Okay, well, what if we worked on that? And suddenly someone who thought they were done running, who liked running, is I just had someone run a half marathon three days ago. They thought they wouldn't be able to run ever again. Now that that's an unusual, you know, that's an extraordinary success, but that kind of success is possible in a way that people don't always grasp because not too many people are talking to individuals in the way that, I do because it really excites me to do. That is amazing because you're also letting that individual know that I am not just going to sell you something that I don't believe will work for you. And we're going to do it together as a partnership and we're going to collaborate on it. So I'm giving you the tools and resources, but then you're going to be the ones to take action. And then if it doesn't work, we're going to fine tune it along the way so you can have those optimal results. So whenever someone first comes to feel strong, Feel Strong Fitness, what does an intake process look like, Justin? That's a great question. And just to highlight something you just said, not only will I not sell them something that won't work, but I we will refuse to work with people if I don't think we're a good fit. Not like I'm too good for them or, or something like that. But if they want something that isn't really what I do, I'm not going to take their money and give them a program for three months that is going to make them unhappy. I will refer them to somebody else who does this kind of thing they want. I have a network. I love referring people to coaches or maybe you need a physical therapist. Maybe you don't need me. Maybe you need someone who can is licensed to put their hands on you to solve your problem or something like that. The intake process, you generally will hit a couple of steps. People can do it in different order, sort of depending. People like to communicate in different ways. So I let people have the opportunity to fill out an intake form on my website, which is a pretty dense history of who they are and where they've been. Some people don't want to start there. They just want to talk to me. So we'll get on a consult call right away. And the intake form will kind of be part of that. But I get to learn about them, where they've been, where they're going, what their goals are, kind of explain how it works. And that's a really good opportunity to first feel out if we're going to be a good fit, uh, especially getting some feedback and working with each other. Because like you said, their program will adjust day to day and week to week, depending on how they're doing. If I was, if I knew I could write you the perfect program for the next year and just write it out and type it, mail it to you, then great. I would do it and leave it alone. I would call you in a year. That's not really how life works because life keeps changing. So we keep coming in and be like, well, how is this week? How is, okay, this worked pretty well. This didn't work the way we wanted it to. We're going to adjust it slightly oh, and your work has gotten very stressful and you have a big project coming up and you're planning for a wedding, we need to shorten your workouts a little bit or make sure that we're changing some things so you're in a great place for this hike you want to do with your family on Saturday. Like seeing the entire life of the person is really important. So they'll fill out that intake form. 
they'll talk to me and then everyone starts with a head to toe joint by joint movement assessment, which we can do in person or online. I'm about 80% online right now, very successfully. And it's about 15 minutes, but it lets me see how all of their joints move. I can learn a lot about what they will be successful at and potentially not successful at. So I'm also not setting up for failure or, you know, in a worst case scenario, something would be potentially dangerous or lead to injury, which we never want to play with. Mm, and I like that because what I heard is you fine tune it, but then I also heard that you look at the whole picture. So all of their body movements, and it's interesting that you could do some of that online versus in in person, because just in my opinion, I thought like looking at their body movements would be easier to kind of see face to face versus um, virtually, but I'm sure that you already like went through the testing for that. So you already know. And then how important is whenever you're doing the intake, look at their nutrition, because sometimes people focus solely on the fitness, but they never focus on the nutrition part. And I believe you need to have both of them in order to have that sustainability and that longevity for those maximized results. A hundred percent. Nutrition is absolutely vital. As someone who only writes fitness programs, if I could give you the perfect nutrition or the perfect fitness program, I would absolutely give you perfect nutrition because that will take you further if we could nail it down. Now, perfect nutrition is really hard. I do work with people setting some baseline nutrition stuff. And there's some, I have you know a pile of nutrition certifications and most people thrive on those. If I think you need more, I will refer you to another nutrition specialist who will work with you, including you know, checking in every other day, making sure that they're adjusting things for exactly your goals too. And it's nice having that team around you because then we can work together. Then I can reach out to the nutrition person and say, hey, so-and-so said they want to train for this. Did you know that was coming? Oh, well, no. If they're going to do that, what's their training going to be? Well, they said they want to run a half marathon. They're going to need far more carbohydrates on these days and some glucose intra run and we have to work on this recovery. Well, that's excellent. We're going to make sure that they have enough food to actually do this and recover from it because the real secret is you can only train and work out as hard as you can recover. The recovery is where we get stronger, better. That's where all the adaptations happen, where all the muscle growth or weight loss or whatever it is you're after happens after the workout. So we have to make sure that you can recover enough to be successful and keep training. And you don't just have like one great workout or one great week burn out, get hurt and completely fall off the wagon. Mm, that makes sense. So you could work out, but the recovery pro uh, process is what's building you back up to make sure that you could keep on going with that workout. Because if you don't recover fully and you go right back into a workout and you injured yourself, then you're not going to want to keep on doing it because you feel, feel like you have let yourself down. So for those individuals who um, maybe they went through a recovery process at another facility that didn't go so so well and they're coming to you because they had that setback and now from that setback they want to overcome it how do you work with those people because the setback could be those limiting beliefs it could be physical setbacks it could be emotional setbacks and they're just trying to put everything back together so talk about the setbacks um being applied in your scope of things justin that is such a great insight that many people don't have genesis people's beliefs and mindset about what they're capable of and what's already happened to them is a huge indicator. And at this point, there's been tons of studies done showing that the way people feel about their injuries or feel about their capabilities or anything like that is a massive indicator of how successful they're going to be. So 
especially when we're talking to someone, but you can listen to the way people talk about things that have happened to them or talk about doctors or trainers they've worked with. And we might have to stop and unpack some of that stuff. If someone says, well, you know, I've got bad knees. I inherited bad knees from my mom and it's always going to be that way. Okay, well, time out. Like that's extremely unlikely to be true. You didn't inherit bad knees. You might have a slight genetic predisposition to some kind of joint degeneration, pardon me, but we know how to work around that and we can make that much stronger. So if we can wipe all that off the table, this idea that you think you're already broken, now we can start from, we're already three steps ahead if we can adjust some of that mindset work. So the emotional mindset setbacks are often far bigger than the physical setbacks. Like I hurt my back while I was lifting something, great. I, how long has it been? What have we done? What have you tried? Why didn't that work? Great. I can get to work. I am very confident that we can work on this. If you think that every time you pick up something moderately heavy, you're in severe danger of hurting your back, there's not a lot I can do until we start working around that mindset. And there's physical ways into that where we can you know, make it safer and safer and kind of immerse you into this range of motion and load and working through things and show you that it's safe and explain to you and educate you why you're making yourself safe, strong, and resilient. But until we overcome some of those self-limiting beliefs, we're not gonna be able to make a ton of progress. I spend a lot of time on mindset with people. Absolutely, because people don't realize that mindset is the driving force behind the next steps that you're gonna take. So I always encourage people, it's like, what does your foundation look like? Do you have a steady foundation or do you have a rocky foundation? Because if your foundation is not steady, it's like you're going to start on that bicycle, then you're going to fall off. You're going to start and you're going to fall off. And the whole reason behind having a steady and sturdy foundation is to keep building up on that momentum so you can make that house a home. Because without a steady foundation, your house is not going to be able to stand up. And 100%. So I think that's amazing that you're spending time on that. And I'm going to call out some of the setbacks that you see in your business because it's what you help um, specialize in. So you mentioned chronic pain, performance plateau, injury, and you work on creating ways they can move forward often when they didn't believe they could. And the move forward is once we figure out what are the roadblocks that you're facing, what are the mindset issues, where's the pain points, then once you unpack that, then we could see how we could build out a plan for you to conquer those things. All of those often start with the same place. And these, well, they sort of run side by side. So mindset limiting beliefs is often unpacking what people think is possible, including like why they got hurt, where could they go? What is sort of your dream? It's just a question I often ask in a consult if I'm considering working with someone, you know, if I could flip a switch, if I could do anything, if I was a literal magician, but you had to work with me for the next eight weeks, what would it look like? And that's when you get people to really reach far. It's not just, well, my, my shoulder hurts and I, you know, I wish it didn't hurt so much anymore. They say, oh, well, I want to be able to walk on my hands. Okay, sure. Have you ever done that before? Well, yeah, when I was a kid. Okay, we could, why don't we set that as the goal? Like, let's aim here and we can reverse engineer what it would take to get you there. And on the way there, we are definitely going to make sure your shoulder isn't hurting anymore because we're not going to have you handstand walking with a hurt shoulder. So that'll just be part of it. That'll be, you know, the ticket to ride this big cool goal referencing something you said about the foundation most people's physical setbacks they try and start at the very top let's say they hit a performance plateau they they used to be able to 
run a mile in this time and they can't anymore and they feel bad about it. So they're going to start this intense running program that is definitely going to cut time off their mile. A lot of times when we break it down, they don't have the hip or ankle flexibility that they need to do this kind of running volume. So instead of they're trying to start at the very top of this pyramid of needs, we go all the way to the bottom and say, okay, hold on. You don't even have the flexibility. You're not a bad person. It's not a character flaw, but we're not going to give you this intense sprinting program because if you don't have this flexibility to support all of this work, it's going to fall apart in four weeks. Like the last four plans you tried fell apart in four weeks. So we're going to spend a little while down here and give you some flexibility and mobility and make sure that your strength is balanced front to back, left to right. Then we're going to introduce some explosiveness. Then we're going to make sure your running looks amazing. Then we're going to give you a world-class sprinting program. And suddenly you feel better and you have more energy and you're capable of, again, recovering from all that work that you're putting in. So yes, you can run the race in four weeks, but five years from now, you're still able to run and you don't need me anymore. Amazing. And I like the fact that you said five years from now, you're able to run and you don't need me anymore because how many people who are in the fitness space will still keep charging people because they like money. So that brings me to ask the question, what are your core values and the mission behind Feel Strong Fitness? It's a great question. My core values are really empathy and empowerment. It's really important for me to listen and understand the individual. That's why I only do one-on-one work, one, one -on -one work, pardon me, because I'm really interested in exactly who you are and how I can help you. And the goal is, my goal is to make everyone autonomous. And I, have, I do have clients who have been with me for more than four years. All of them are well aware they don't need me. They like me. They, don't, they could write their own workouts, but they don't really want to. It's a lot of time. They like another set of eyes on me. They like that I continue progressing things forward and I have the technical know-how to do all of that stuff, but they don't need me anymore. And creating, I think, creating autonomous clients should be the goal of any great coach. If you are not also educating people along the way, I think you are doing them a disservice. Like I will explain why we're doing it and how we're doing it. And this is where we're going to go and how we're going to get there. And you'll see all the details and you'll have all your workouts and you have all that written down. And I send you copies of all of it, but pretty quickly, I mean, relatively quickly, you know, over a period of months, people will start seeing the pattern and seeing the understanding. And I'll explain, well, we have to do this to get here, to get here, to get here. And then a year and a half later, they're like, oh, well, I could just, I could just do a squat program with some single leg balance and a little bit of plyometrics. Yeah, 100%. That's a sentence you wouldn't have said 18 months ago, but you are completely right. And yeah, I, I couldn't be happier. Away you go. Mm, I like that. So empathy and empowerment, right? Mm, yes. And then I like the fact that you said there are people who are still in the program. They realize they don't need you, but they like you and they want to work with you. So that also goes to show how you are helping those people and how it's still beneficial. And Justin, is there anything else that I may not have asked you that you think is relevant to share with the audience? I think it's just that people have a lot of self-limiting beliefs around what they're capable of and sort of what fitness can be. I think the fitness industry as a whole mostly doesn't serve the people it could do the best by. You know, I'm not that interested in getting very, very fit people 2% fitter. I'm not super interested in putting another half inch on your biceps or taking 20 seconds off your 5k time. I can, but it's not what drives me. It's the people who feel like they aren't welcome in a gym or their knee hurts or their back hurts. So they feel like they're not capable of these things anymore. And their goals aren't to cut 20 seconds of their 5k. They wish they could get on the ground and play with their grandkids. They wish they could go on a hike when their friends say to go on a hike. They wish when... 
they get invited for a golf game. They're worried about it because they, they aren't sure if they can walk that long and play. And that they're worried they're going to be a burden on other people. And that kind of stuff is a huge quality of life impact and can really, if you can solve those problems, you can radically change someone's life in a way that losing five pounds never will. Amazing. So your your ideal avatar is anyone that is interested in putting in the work in order to feel strong and tap into their overall fitness goal is your ideal avatar. Would 100%. You say that? That's very well said. <laughs> and so Justin, what is your call to action for this segment? If what I'm saying sounds interesting to you, uh, what I would say is reach out to me on Instagram. I am there all the time. If you're not on Instagram, you can go to the website. Uh, it's in the show notes, feelstrong.me. But reach out. I DM with people all the time, all day long. I'm happy to talk to you. If I can solve something for free, easy, we will absolutely do that. If I don't think you're a good fit, we definitely don't, won't work together. And I will refer you to someone who I think is a better fit. Amazing. And your Instagram handle, it, it is, say that one more time for the audience. Instagram is at feelstrongfit. Feel strong fit. And then your website is feelstrong.me, right? That's it. Amazing. And Justin, I want to thank you so much for coming here, coming here and sharing your knowledge with the audience. We greatly appreciate it. Audience, all of Justin's contact information will be in the show notes. So definitely tap in with him. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And I want to thank each one of you for tuning in on a regular basis. Because of you, our ranking has now bumped up to the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com, which brings me to the ask for sponsorships. If you're interested in being a sponsor to continue the mission of GEMS, which is to bring on content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational while we weave in diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, feel free to check out genesisomarskemp.net. Click on that podcast tab to find out more information or shoot me an email at genesisamarskemp at gmail.com. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing one. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-S at gmail.com where your brand your swag your services can be here on gems podcast